Aloha, Kehlani. Aloha, sunshine. And aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki, Tiki Lounge. Lounge. The Tiki bar that lives in your head. In your head. In just a moment. And actually, we don't you... just live in your head today. Today, we live in overheated Palm Springs. Wait, you know, it's not overheated, though. We are coming to <laughs> you indoors. from, from yes. the home tiki bar of Rory Snyder. Yes. Uh, he refers to this place well, as the Calcita. Ooh, the Calcita. At least, at least that's what his uh, Wi-Fi network is called. Oh, nice. So if you're in the Palm Springs area and you pick up the Casita, go ahead and log in, and the password is 1789246. Oh, <laughs> But, but, but anywho, so we, we're here recording part two of our Mod Palm Spring special. Yes, we are. And so last week we talked about some of the artists and, and the dates and everything, mm -hmm. and we're going to obviously go more into that. But even before we talk about uh, Mod Palm Springs, which is in October, we are we going to be speaking guest, with Marty Lush. Woo, Marty! Of the Latin Livers. Well, it's Marty Lush and his Latin Livers. Yes. And and you know I have to understand. I just need to hear it. You're going to get to ask him it. any questions you like. I can't like. stand it because, you know, I have a Latin, and I don't really know anything about his liver. And Well, so you know his why, liver gets a good workout. Yes, it does. So, do, so does Marty's. Yes, yeah, so does Marty's. Okay. Yeah. So I need to understand why they're called the Latin livers. Sure, he'll be happy to tell you Yes. Why. Is it because their livers can stand a, a well, lot of punishment? He's he's over at the bar right now. Yes, he is. Uh, okay. Freshening his liver. Yes. <laughs> and then and then he'll be sitting here with us so that uh, he can go into any detail that you might like. As long as, you know, I'm you, within, don't get too personal. Within, yes, within yeah. reason, of course. I'm not going to ask him what his liver levels are. So normally we start the show off with a drink. And we are having a drink. But it's something that Rory fashioned for us. And it is quite tasty. It's very it's fruit punch-esque. And yes. apparently... Without being overly sweet, though. That's important. Because some of these fruit punch ones are and just over And also, the top. it doesn't taste strong. But right. I'll tell you, it is. It is. Because... Uh, I, I've been nursing mine, and I already have a little buzz. We'll ask Rory what's in this drink a little later. Okay. But uh, as, a, as a part of the podcast, and for Mod Palm Springs, the, one of the drinks we'll be serving at the room party is the three-legged flamingo. Yes. We're going to have that later. I was trying to save myself up for that, but Rory's drink is kicking my ass. You can still have a couple sips. Okay, I'll have a couple sips. So we're going to have some three-legged three flamingo. flamingo later, which is always a lot of fun. Yes. Especially that uh, third leg. And, uh, and and in keeping with the show, as we always do, we, we've got our drink. We're going to have um, we're gonna have some exotica. I wonder, do you think it's pink? What? The third leg. Well, it is a slightly pink drink. Right. No, but do you think oh, the, the leg, third itself. leg itself is pink? I guess it depends on your breed of flamingo. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, there are, there, yes. are, there are gray flamingos, yes, there red are. flamingos, pink flamingos, and white flamingos. And it depends flamingos. on their diet, right? They get it from the, their, their color from their diet, don't they? I believe they do. Yes. Yes. And not so much the shrimp like people think. It has more to do with algae mm, than it does actual... Yeah, it does. Oh, but okay. If we have any uh, aviarians, what, what yes. are these people called? Aviary people. Yeah. Avian people. Birdinarians? Bird, yes. I don't know. <laughs> Avian <laughs> experts. <laughs> Can we say avian experts? The, they and may know. <laughs> apologize if we are like completely... So first thing ignorant. we're going to do like we always do is we have a little bit of listener mail and then we're going Good. to and then we're going to invite uh, Marty here up to I the bar and have a conversation mail. and then we'll save Rory and the bulk of uh, Mod Palm Springs you know, for... the grand finale. The, well, the last half of the show, yes. but you know, <laughs> that's how it's going to be. Yes. Can I suck on your line? You can. Here oh. you go. Thank 
You suck on that. I'm going to hit pause, and we'll be right back. Tiki mail. Where's the tiki mail sack? I completely forgot the sack. Oh, my God. I just asked you where's the sack. I know. I could have... I could have planned for that, but I actually forgot the sack. But There is no event without a sack. How can you have mail without a sack? It's hard for you to get through this segment without talking about a sack. Uh, it is a mail sack. <laughs> I, I am very glad that, again, we're here at the Calcita. And, yes. uh, and Rory's, Rory's at the bar with us now. And Rory, you know, we kind of introduced you already, but uh, is it... The Calcita, El Calcita, La Calcita, uh, just Calcita. It wouldn't be just L. Calcita. I, it wouldn't be L. <laughs> I realized when La. we were doing the first mug concept that when we called the event Tiki Caliente, I got a lot of grief because you know part of it was you know Spanish or Mexican. Sure, it has nothing to do with Tiki. So when we went to Caliente Five, and I was going to have a Roman numeral five on the mug, oh. that didn't fly over too well either. Oh, so my God. I, now, at this point, I like to Why? just offend people and have calcita to mix with the whole you know, Mexican-style cal, uh, wow. casita slash caliente. Okay. So there is a method to some of that madness. I like to anger the people. I like to anger the people. <laughs> Marty Lush over there spilling stuff. Yeah. And I, I hate to tell everybody, but it was just a water. I know. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the mystique is gone. That's probably best because these drinks on the carpet. All right. So this first email comes from Bryce and he says, hello, I finally put my fingers to the keys and sent you my biggest mahalos. Your podcast is one of my favorites and Yay. is the only show I have been listening to this long. I don't know how long that is, but it's been a while. Uh, I make some of your cocktails now and then and my friends are always impressed. Sunshine said a very long time awesome? ago that a host should never feel obliged to say where they get all of their recipes and tricks. When people tell me something looks good or tastes really good, I just say, thank you, it was nothing. I feel like being fake humble is a good thing to do at cocktail parties. Since you have Rory there, <laughs> I wanted Ouch. to hear what he might fake have to humble. say Rory. Wow. <laughs> about keeping or sharing personal trade secrets like cocktail recipes and stuff like that. See, now I know the setup, it almost sounded like they were really going to just jab at you, but they're not really. Bryce really just wants to know... Do you do you keep stuff secret or do you just tell everybody? No, I tell everybody. The uh, the cocktail book that just came out with Shag and I. Mm-hmm. I just I just glanced I, through it. I am the bartender who believes that all alcohol should be obtainable alcohol. So when you hear people making these weird concoctions, uh, I, I give them a lot of credit. But most bars, you're making drink with standard supplies. Sure, especially and at home if you're going to yeah. copy. Yeah, so I'm always open with giving that out to the public. And as long as I know, like, the Palm Springs Punch, there's three restaurants in Palm Springs that sell it. And we put it out in the book so people can make it. So it's simplistic. So I like to give it out. Okay. I, and I kind, of, I kind of feel the same way. Although I will do recipes now and then that involve some infusions and things like that. But I try to keep it simple. Yeah. And I always give the recipe for the infusion or the syrup. I, I don't say like, ah, oh, well, you know, you got to bump into me and ask me and tip me 20 bucks. And no, no, nothing like that. Well, I think it's kind of like people that, um, you know, cooks, you know, and people that people that cook that have like culinary talents. It's the same thing. You know, some people, they're very giving with their recipes. And some people are like, I will die. So, Rory, you're recipe. a giver. You're a giver? You know, I, I'm more of a fan of being a host, and I would say I'm a good mixologist, but I'm a better host. 
And I think okay. when you look back at the old vintage tiki bars, the true mixologists were in the kitchens. The, the, the bartenders that are really good are very good at detail work, but they're not maybe really good with people. So the old school right. of making them in the drinks and having some beautiful girl serve you the drink makes sense because I've been to a lot of tiki bars where, wow, they make a good drink, but then all I hear is them complaining for the hour and a half behind sure, the bar. Sure, sure. But, so but somewhere in the back, there's that there's that guy or that gal yeah. with their recipe yeah. making their, their syrups, infusions, et cetera. Yeah. I, that's, a good, that's, a, that's a good way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I like to share it with people, make them happy. Give them glee. I, I, I like to share as well. Now, now this next email, Roy, I'm afraid it's not for you. <laughs> okay. But Aloha ZTL, I'm really uh, going to make the spice rum this year, referring to the holiday spice rum I make. What, what are you laughing at already, Kaylani? <laughs> Actually, this is what's in the drink right Half now. Half my pretzel just went down my dress. <laughs> and, and yet, and, okay, here, here's another one. Oh, thank you. There. And, oh uh, and, and so Roy's just, so coincidentally, we didn't plan this. You just happened to put my spice rum in the drink. Yeah. Is it because you're low on booze and I that was love, all you had? No, quite honestly, I think last time you guys were here recording with me, I drank so much that when you left it here for me, I couldn't tell if that was rum or a mixer, like you made a, oh, uh, wow. a falernum or something. So I didn't know what to do. So when I talked to you and you oh said it was a spiced gosh. rum, I'm like, let's make it. So yeah. I made the Palm Springs Punch using that rum, oh, and we nice. made them last night, and it didn't taste like my standard Palm Springs Punch. And I'm like... Wow, let's change the name. This is really good. Let's call it something else. And it's pretty much a Palm Springs punch. And we changed it to the Calcita cocktail because nice. the cloves. Do you taste the cloves? It was, mm. It's a great. Yeah, and you have that spice yeah. in it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was a great rub. What do you think, awesome. Marty? I love it. <laughs> He's really enjoying it. At least it. that's not what's on your carpet. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so John and Beth go on to say, I remember our other infused spirits that you've talked about on the show. Could you run through them on the show? I've decided that to be more green, I'm going to give nothing but booze for the holidays. Woo-hoo! The bottle can be reused or recycled, and you drink it all, no waste. I like that. I, I, I could, I very much uh-huh. agree with that. Um, you know, I, I'll just rattle them off real quick. You can go to zentikilounge.com and do a search for spice rum. You're going to find my recipe there. You want, you want 30 days to spice that rum. You can buy a middle-of-the-road gold rum, nothing fancy. You're going to spice the hell out of it, and you're going to use it in your rum cakes and some cocktails and your eggnog, and it's kind of a one-stop shop. But another really simple one that I don't know why people don't do this, just take two nice uh, Madagascar vanilla beans, slice them down the middle, throw them in a bottle of like Belvedere or the vodka of your choice, and in 14 days, you've got a vanilla rum that's better than anything on the shelf that you're going to buy with added sugar and all the other stuff. So that's a really easy one. Belvedere vodka is going to turn into vanilla rum? Oh, vanilla vodka? <laughs> it, yes. Oh Thank you for catching that. It probably will not turn into rum. Right. He's like Jesus. Oh, He's the like, Jesus oh, of the tiki scene. the best recipe ever. <laughs> I've had a few of the... What are we calling the drink now? Calcita oh, cocktail. <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've had a few. Um, and then another really simple one is cardamom rum. Yes, this oh, one's rum. Yeah. Uh, really in a 750 ml bottle of rum. Again, gold is a good place to start. Um, silver, just there's, there's not enough in there. Uh, take about 10 cardamom seeds that have been toasted. And to toast them, just put them on a sheet tray, put them in the oven at 400 for two minutes. That's it. That's all. And then just kind of 
smash them a little bit with like the back end of a spoon just to open them up and drop them in your bottle of rum and you can kind of taste it every couple of days five ten days or so and you get a nice cardamom rum. what are some of the cocktails you've made with that cardamom cardamom rum is one of the ones that goes in anything for the holidays so if you're doing a a spiced coffee or an eggnog or you talking before about wanting to get away from the clove and all Mm -hmm. of that for you know but still having the spice i used it in some of my halloween drinks like the dusty rum barrel okay where okay. you don't want, like, if you're thinking of a Halloween drink, you don't really want cinnamon. You don't really want the Christmas spices. But cardamom is kind of a nice spice that's, it's, it it's in the middle there still. and people don't expect it. It's yeah. common in curry and chai spice, but it's not, yeah. it's not really, you don't think of the holidays when you think of cardamom. At least I don't. But it still is like a warm spice. Like it's a very warm yeah. spice. Yeah. It's pleasant under the nostrils. Yes. It is. Yeah. And, then, and then one more is, and I made this for, uh, for, for the boyfriend for uh, Christmas last year, and that is take um, a bottle of, of whiskey. Jack Daniels works really well because Jack is already so sweet. And he's still here, <laughs> right? so it must be good. <laughs> With a smile on his face. Slice, slice two good vanilla beans, and then the only other thing you put in it is uh, peel an orange. Like So instead of, you know, you're taking the peel off and you want to like be careful zest, not to get right? the pith. Yeah, but so you just like the zest peel. The peel of one entire orange in small pieces, drop it into the bottle so that in 30 days when you want to take the orange peel out, you can. So if you don't cut it small enough, it'll swell and it won't fit through your hole. Don't you hate when that happens? Oh, oh my God. I just can't imagine. You're, you're speechless. I'm like totally speechless over so that one. Remember, so guard. remember to slice your orange zest thin enough that it still fits through the hole after it swells. Yes. I'll write that down. <laughs> nice. Because you're going to have to take it out. Uh, and so it's just vanilla and orange Damn. zest. And that makes Eventually, a, but that I makes guess. a really nice um, a bourbon or whiskey that's also great in, in all kinds of cakes and drinks and uh, sip it neat, whatever, whatever you want to do. Um, this one's, uh, this one's for, for Rory. Sunshine. This is a tweet that came in last night. Best nightlife. problem. Best nightlife in Palm Springs. We'll get you a drink, sweetie. <laughs> Best nightlife in Palm Springs for 30-somethings. Where should people go or do? What should, what should they do? You know, we did a nice little tour yesterday. <laughs> we went to a Tropical for dinner, which is the closest we have to Tiki right now in Palm Springs, where you can sit there and get yourself a poo-poo platter. Great martinis. He, uh, our good friend um, Marty Lush had himself a jalapeno martini last night, and I had a ginger martini. And after we had dinner over there, we went over to uh, El Jefe at Saguaro, mm. and great Mexican food there. So I would say El Jefe, which is in Saguaro, I would say the Ace Hotel. But if you're talking a couple months from now, I might refer you to Hard Rock Hotel that's opening. Mm. I could refer you to a tiki bar that looks like it's opening by that particular point. We'll see what happens. Nice. There's a lot of changes from month to month, but right now I would actually say for 30-somethings, Saguaro, Ace, Tropical, Trio is a good place to start off. If you want to see your hostess sing in the dining room, the Ace uh, Diner is that what is it? A, yeah. a diner is a great place to yeah. go. A lot of kitsch there for sure. Um, but yeah, there's plenty of places to go. It's not like there's a shortage. No, well, it also depends on what kind of thirty you are. If you're like a hipster, it's a great place to go where Sinatra used to go. Melvin's. Go to Melvin's and right next door to the Viceroy. Those are a little more dressy, but you can go there during the day in a collared shirt and shorts. But if you're really into like vintage Palm Springs, Melvin's is awesome. You go there and they have a great lobster cocktail, a great uh, cheese, and they have a piano player. Melvin. Yeah, a little piece of history for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
So there you go. Now you know a little bit about what to do when you're in town, as we hope a lot of you will be for Mod Palm Springs this October, which we're going to talk a whole lot more about. We might even let Rory say a thing or two about his event. Yay! Yeah, I, wouldn't that be great? Uh, since we're in your, your bar, your home, Calcita. and all that. Yes. I, I just I can't help but wanting to say the Calcita. Uh, so if you'd like to send us correspondence, you can do that. Send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram because I'm a whore. And uh, what's that sigh for, dear? I'm just not on Instagram. I just don't care about it. Well, you don't have to. I know. I, I'll, I'll, she's still <laughs> thinking about fitting in the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, the swollen hole. Yeah. No, the no, the hole's not swollen. The anywho. Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go freshen a drink. One of the drinks that you can get, you can try at Mod Palm Springs this October. It is called the Three-Legged Flamingo. We think everybody's just gonna love it. <laughs> so we're gonna freshen that. We're gonna it. pass it around to everybody here, and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, but today, yes, otherwise known with as our full glasses. Now. Well, we're at Calcita. Yes. And I am very, very happy to say that we have here with us uh, on the podcast somebody who is no stranger to a podcast himself, Mr. Marty Lush. Uh, I, I regret to say, though, your Latin livers are not here with you right now. They are not. They are not. But, but my liver is here, and it's being worked out right now. And we appreciate... Yes. That you're giving your liver a workout here and on the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. I have to understand because I could have sworn when I first saw it that it was a typo. Latin livers. So I just want to know the background inspiration of the name Latin livers. Well, with a name like with a name like Marty Lush, you can't say Latin lovers. It's got to be <laughs> Latin livers. Okay. Is See, it's just that simple. It's that, that simple. simple. Okay. I like the, yeah. livers. Okay. I don't know why. You were expecting much more of a story. I really wanted, like, a whole background, like, oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta cut that out. Who did you... We edit occasionally. Uh, Who did you get your current liver transplant from? (laughs) You know, um... Was it someone at the Shriners? There was was a little... They were Latin. Yeah, they were Latin. (laughs) It was was some Ricky Ricardo's that was left over. I don't know if any of Ricky Ricardo's was left over. <laughs> Gotta tell you. No, well, let's so it's not working. So let's <laughs> let's make sure that we uh, take full advantage of Marty being here, and let's talk about the Quiet Village podcast because I've I've recommended it to listeners many times. Thank you. And it's easy to recommend because I I'm kind of a generalist as far as tiki goes. I I generalize in some cocktail mixology. I generalize in the music. I generalize in the events. But I'm not an expert in none of these things. But I like having people to talk to, such as yourself, that are, I would say, an expert. So tell the listeners, the couple out there who have never heard of the Quiet Village podcast, Um, what's it all about? The Quiet Village podcast is basically all exotica, tiki music, basically, if you don't know what exotica is. And um, I geek out on it. A lot, because so, you know a lot of stuff, and you and you you research it, right? Yeah, but I I tend to geek out and talk a lot, and like as I listen to the recording, I'm thinking I talk way too much in that, don't <laughs> I? I should play more music, and then 
when I don't talk much, people write in and go, oh, that was great, all the stuff you told us about it. And I thought, okay. Well, well it is great. I think people like, like the background. Yeah, I and I don't know like if, the background. I don't know if you're aware of it, but you're great behind the microphone because a lot of people who do podcasts, because podcasts are so informal, you can do whatever you want, and in most cases they're free. Uh, you're really good at not having those verbal tics, the ums and ahs and so's and pauses and like you know. Is that you just you're you're good at speaking without doing that, or do you edit that out? Well, um, uh, <laughs> I um, you know was like, thinking. Uh, like no, no, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here come the tics. Now you're doing it. You got me thinking about it. No, no. Um, it's because I geek out. I've got so much to talk about, and, and trying to fit it in a short period the of time. First five episodes, I was super conscious about it. I thought about it. I can't say mm. I can't say like. I can't say you know. And I can't go uh. So I really thought about it, and then after a while, I realized, okay, it's not that hard to do. So. But you actually have to think about it. Is, I did. I don't have to think about it as much. Anymore. Then it becomes subconscious. Yeah, it, it becomes more obvious. It's like okay. If you're going to talk, just talk. If you don't have anything to say, hit the pause button and wait till you have right. something to say. Now, when you have other people on the show, do you can you not help how often they say um and like and pause and no, but I have had at least one interview where there was a ton of it. And and the person talked really slow and methodical on top of that. So I I went in and I edited as much as I could and I condensed it. I think I took 10 minutes of interview and condense it down to five minutes by sharing wow. out the dead space. And then and, it uh, sounds like a much more fast-paced, coherent and conversation. It, and it was moving. <laughs> so that person was very articulate, as you can tell. And it made you a better editor. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I got where I could look at the waveform and say, and realize, well, that was an um right there. Well, the odd, actually not odd, but the probably the expected thing is I also do that with interviews with Rory. I cut out half of it. <laughs> And and then I get down to about the one or two minutes that can actually it's okay, he does the same to us. go online. Hey, you. It's just because he likes his own voice, really. That's because the FCC would come after you if you did no, everything he said. <laughs> so so now tell us about one. So tell us about your act that we're going to be hearing at Mod Palm Springs, Marty Lush and your Latin Livers. It's, yes, it's going to be Marty Lush and the Latin Livers coming to you live from Mod Palm Springs. It's going to be a Latin Hi. jazz extravaganza Woo. with um, my personal comments thrown in between the songs, and uh, you'll actually get to see me in a bullfighter costume. Nice. I'm looking forward to. Will Will your commentary be appropriate for the children? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> that, that's a no. I've got well. I've got a few PG thirteen comments and jokes okay. in there. The but, older children. Right. The nice thing about the Tiki Weekend events, and, and and a lot of people know this, but some people don't, is people do bring their kids. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. But of all of the things I've ever been to in my lifetime, where people bring their kids, they tend to be some of the most well mannered kids or well kept kids, as far as they're not let to go in certain places at certain times. Uh, and so you don't have to worry too much about the vocabulary. Well, you know, the cool thing about these events, all of these tiki events that I've noticed, is they're soaked in booze. I mean, Correct. it's just pure booze. Room crawls where you get tons of drinks. And everybody's pretty well behaved. There's not a lot of really right. ruckus stuff. A few... You know, people catapulting off the third floor into oh. the pool, but... <laughs> yep. 
here and there, you know. But they're pretty. But they're pretty well mannered. And um, from the point of view of an entertainer, I, you know, this is a question I've wanted to ask for a while. When you're on stage at one of these events, that it has a very niche following, mm-hmm. and then at each event beyond the niche are the people who may never hear you again, may never see you again. Do you? play to both audiences are you just you are you what do you do up there i just do what i what i would like to see if i was doing it i i do what feels natural to me well that sounds really interesting (laughs) it it, it does actually and what kind of lubricant do you use and i'm (laughs) gluten-free No, I, I just I I don't think about that because I figured if I if I try and play at a certain audience, yeah, I think it's better to just be genuine. I I'm mean, too I'd because be too otherwise conscious. you lose your base. Because if you start to be disingenuine, I think that you want you you want it, your base, and that doesn't mean you won't appeal to other people. But your base is where your support is at. Yeah, so I think people you gotta just I, yeah keep people, it genuine and be real. They can realize when you're faking it. Yeah, to a certain degree, and. For me, it's like I'm a complete idiot when I get on the stage, and it's like I might as well just go all out and be full bore idiot. It, right? <laughs> Why not? Well, I Uber hope idiot. I don't offend, but um, but when, you are a complete. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no. But when when you're on stage, and 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 me being me being attending tiki <laughs> events for a good you know eight years or so now. Um, you know, I, I, I've seen you in places where, to me, from my point of view, especially when the podcast was new and I knew nothing about Tiki, you just look like you were a guy enjoying a cocktail and a good time and some music with some friends, and so many people envy that situation. Like, that, you know, they just want to be involved. They want to be closer to it. But that's part of what Tiki is, though. It's just, I mean, that is the spirit, right, of just relaxing and having a good cocktail and enjoying your friends, right? And not taking things too seriously. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rory and I were talking about the other day. It's like, I got into Tiki for one simple reason. I want to sit in a hammock on a beach with a drink in my hand that's brought to me by a bare-breasted woman while the sun is setting. <laughs> that's it. That's my goal in Who life. Who can say and no to that? Well, you know. Or maybe you, but no. No, not. no, I'll probably tell you. <laughs> like I like to tell people, I'm gay, but I'm not dead. Yeah, that's true. I would not tell a bare-breasted woman <laughs> to turn around with that drink. I'd be like, sweetie, please, <laughs> come You're over like, to oh, my... Are those real? Come over <laughs> to my hammock and... Have you know? Drop something. Well, where else. else would you put your tip? Squeeze it in. That's right. But okay. So that 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 bare-breasted comment is is one of those things that I kind of love about um, Polynesian kitsch or like tiki. Like that. That's just all part of it. Yes. You know, and and how much of it was reality versus a fantasy doesn't really matter because it can be just as much a reality exactly. as a fantasy all at the same time. Like exactly. I'm, I'm, Your drink is really strong. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of, it's good. We're enjoying. It is, but shit. Well, I'm enjoying, and I hope everybody is too. The three-legged flamingo. Yes. This is a. Uh, I, I will tell you the the premise for it came to me from um, the original uh, jet pilot recipe, but I kind of wanted my own house version of that. Not the jet. Fuel something recipe. that something that included a good amount of liquor with a lot of different flavors. Uh, but wasn't overly sweet or overly bitter, or was you know kind of kind of in the middle of there. And um, so I I came up with the three-legged flamingo. I stick with uh, star shines in my um, liking it slightly, just just in look and just. I'll take any criticism. Go ahead. Just 
slightly liking it to a greyhound. I mean, just because the, I don't know it's the color. It's not. It's not. Do like you want me to salt your gray. rim? Is, yeah. It, no. No. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I, I prefer sugar. Well, is that a straight line? <laughs> <or what? laughs> Can I salt your rim before it swells and doesn't go out the hole? <laughs> like I said, I prefer sugar. Sweet. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. No, okay. but no, I don't know if it's the color or what it is, but it, you know what? It's it's the grapefruit, really, too. Mm. I mean, it's, that's just what it is, the color with the grapefruit. But it's good. I don't really like lychee a lot, but this is good. Uh, Marty, when you're when you're out with folks, as you will, perhaps... Uh, I, I may someday go out with do folks. You, do you <laughs> find yourself being asked by a group of friends, like, hey, what should I drink? Because just your your moniker, your nickname, like do, do you something for me? You order for me, or do you generally no. just drink with a bunch of lushes and they just drink what they drink? Usually they like what they like, and 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 sometimes as when you guys came in today, you're amazed that I'm drinking water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to prep my liver for this. <laughs> I I thought you might have been drinking Ray and Nephew's Overproof on Ice, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean there was a part of me that kind of thought that. <laughs> Because Rory has that pouring right out of the tap in his yeah. fridge. Yeah. yeah. No water. <laughs> no water. I siphoned my gas tank. That was that was Arco unleaded. Thank you very much. It I, had to have been filtered though. Well, I I can appreciate I can appreciate that you're spending your money on your liquor and not those overpriced detergent gasolines at those other stations that don't That's sponsor right. this podcast. Let other people right. drive their engine clean. Right. Right. Don't need right. That. That's what we need. We need a fossil fuel company to sponsor this podcast. There you, go. <laughs> there you are. Thank you for listening to this Antiki Lounge, sponsored by Una, Una Shell. Una- <laughs> Unico fossil, fossil fuels. Yeah. Um, Marty, I got, I got one more question for you that I think uh, the listeners are wanting to know, and actually I kind of know they are because this kind of came from a listener. And... <laughs> The, 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 well, the, the question would be, and this goes back to uh, the Quiet Village podcast, if a person is starting off their Exotica collection and they want to go the digital route versus uh, searching for the vinyl and searching for the, the harder to find stuff, what's kind of their best place to go or what would you tell them? Well, the best place to go is digitiki.com. What no, a coincidence. I, well, actually, there will be a link needs. on this week's podcast. That's right. <laughs> um, actually, um, and there's a reason for that, because there really is no one source for Exotica in the digital realm. And I'm an audiophile. I, I love vinyl, don't get me wrong, but I also want the best quality. Do you ever smell your vinyl? I smell the jackets. I love that smell. That paper, the paper the jacket. Paper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, I know what you mean. Yeah. So. Do you smell your vinyl sunshine? Well, no, but I understand what he says about smelling jacket because for, now here's one thing you can tell from the jacket of an old vintage album. You can tell, for example, if they've been smoking. Yes. Were they a smoker? <laughs> you can always tell. Same thing with like your vintage rattan uh, or bamboo furniture. Mm-hmm. If you get right down to it and give it a sniff, you know if that person was a smoker. And it just tells more of the story of, uh, well, I mean, that piece of history, because that's what you're really purchasing. You're not just buying something that was created last week. It, it could be 40, 50 years old. Excellent point. Uh, but, um, so, what were we talking about? <laughs> Can you smell your vinyl? Yeah, well, I think we've moved beyond that. <laughs> okay. But uh, we were talking about, about digital. Digital, yeah. digital yes, so okay. So, when I... Complete, that was prior, when actually, I, not beyond. 
There you go. Cry or not beyond. When I started my website and and my podcast, I wanted to also make a place for collectors to be able to go and find things that I couldn't find when I started collecting because what I found was I found out that, oh, this great, really rare LP had been released on CD, but it's already out of print and I can't find it and I had no idea. So I started putting all that stuff together to find all the digital reissues of all this stuff. What is with so much of that being, to me, it seems like from Japan? The Japanese love Hawaiian music um, and and I guess Exotica. You're going to have to cut that one out. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Is this? Second edit. Yeah, second edit. (laughs) I'll send you a proof. No. I don't know. They they put that stuff out and they treat it really well. They master it well. They've used the original cover artwork and they only put out like 10 copies and then it's out of print. And it's worth a small fortune which pisses me off, but I try to find it. Jerks. Mhm. But that is one Damn of the things them. that people will sometimes say is they've they've heard me refer to your podcast and then they'll they'll hear about something like that and then realize if you really didn't find it at the right time, you may not find it. Or you'll pay a small fortune to find it now, yeah. which is, which Not is cool. even yeah. Ugh. No bueno. I like a deal. I mean, I but I don't. I mean, I I don't mind spending some money on music that I can't get any other way. I, I aside from having to pay the live orchestra to, to come into my the, home and play it. You didn't have to pay for the Jim Neighbors Christmas album I bought you. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, you didn't buy Surprise! that. I did buy that. <laughs> You bought it. I thought you found that in Grammy's garage. No, that one, that one, I, I actually found that one. It was actually, sadly, it was in the garage, and it had been accidentally donated, and I had to go buy it back from the thrift store. Oh. Because <laughs> I was like, no, Sunshine has to have this album. So I, I acquired a turntable from my uncle. Yes. And I needed to transfer that lovely <laughs> vinyl masterpiece to digital format oh, so we yes. could play it for the listeners. Well, there, but <laughs> there's the Colonel Sanders Tijuana Picnic album, oh too. Oh, my gosh. I you to you posted that. the album oh art God. of that, didn't you? I'm not or sure somebody did. did. Somebody did. I, I remember seeing that. I have to hear that. Yeah. I've never heard it. Oh I haven't either. You I've have never it? seen it. I've, I've only seen a picture of it right. online. That's why I'm, I actually think, because I have not heard it, it could be just one of those things where somebody's kind of put together what an album would have looked like. But is it, I mean, it is it real? It looked pretty real. The cover looked real. Well, Colonel Sanders Tijuana Chicken? T- Tijuana. It's Colonel Sanders Tijuana Picnic. Picnic. Yeah. So the Colonel did some really kooky commercials in the 70s. And there is one that I just saw online the other day where the colonel is... I'm too young to remember those. He's in, a, he's in what looks like some type of interrogation chair. Oh, my God. And these housewives uh, with their... Um, and they want his secret Kind of beady glasses are all kind of looking at him, and it's very vintage-looking. Of his and, special And they're and trying to basically get the recipe out of him by any means they can for his 11 herbs and seasonings or whatever, whatever it is. Uh, and it was actually almost kind of S and M, but this was an actual commercial from the '70s that the but Colonel it was, was in. But the '70s, so that was yeah. okay. <laughs> We've it's, only grown more uptight you know, over the years. It's funny. I have a really good friend of mine who used to work as an advertising exec, 
And one of the accounts he was working on was Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, wow. And they were shooting a commercial, and the colonel was there, and his wife, who was very attractive, showed up. Next thing you know, the colonel's gone. And he's out chasing his wife. He was, uh, I guess, he liked the ladies, if I may say. Wow. He, he sounded like a southern a, a certain southern senator that we are, <laughs> that we are familiar with. Starshine what? could not be here this weekend because she is in Las Vegas yes. with her husband, otherwise known as the, the senator, senator from the southern states. And the little senator, I believe, is with them. The as little well. senator the little is with senator. them as well. Uh, they pretty much lock him in the hotel room while they take turns going to the casino. But yes. um, just because as just as my time. partner and I have locked the dog in a cage while we go to the casino, <laughs> I think they do the same thing with their child. Yes. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> What's a kid gonna do the in a casino? Time, the last time at Tiki Caliente, however, I was the little senator's uh, nanny for a short time. Yeah. Yes, well, I you know, have. we all have to do it now and then. Yes. Okay, so we're we're getting well into the but show here. I love the little senator, so it was cool. He's he's a great kid. Yes, he is. So before we um before we allow Rory the last two or three minutes of the show to talk about his little event coming up. His little event. Uh, oh, Rory, your little event is coming up. Marty, what what <laughs> what should we look forward to about the Latin livers at Mod Palm Springs this year? I just. I hope my fly isn't open. Nice. But that, you know, that's if what it is, I it will add to the entertainment value. It might. Mm-hmm. It might. I do. Might. I do. Yeah, well. Yeah, see? I don't know. Uh, Make it work. You're, you're going to expect a show? <laughs> some with, music, maybe? He didn't some say music? um, though. He didn't say um, though. <laughs> oh, you know what? No, I want to ask you this. When you're on stage... I have to assume, and so do the listeners, you're drinking an actual cocktail when you're up there. Absolutely. You're not bullshitting around. No, absolutely. Okay. I have to have I, a cocktail. I can't believe you would ask that question. But One, it, Latin. Two, livers. The cocktail's freaking real, okay? <laughs> I do have a cocktail on stage. Well, we just had to make that absolutely clear. <laughs> no, it's going to be fun. I mean, I got some really great musicians, so you're going to hear some fantastic Latin music. And what I'll be the there too. What are the instruments cool. you guys are using? Uh, guitar. Okay. Acoustic guitar. Nice. Um, bass, drums. We have a percussionist who is a friend of mine who's been around forever. Um, he's an awesome conga player and percussionist. Nice. And then, of course, I will be on piano and not on vibes. Well, nice. you've always struck me as a pianist. I do not have pianist envy. I will say that. <laughs> nice. Neither do I. Hey, you. It's Sunshine. I'm doing a voiceover on my own podcast because we had such a great time speaking with Marty Lush that in our inebriated state, we completely forgot to play the music that we were talking about. So rest assured, here is some of that great music from Marty Lush and his Latin livers. The first one here is Girl with Emphysema. You'll know the tune, but you won't be so familiar with the words. This is one of those uh, songs and tunes that uh, I think anybody would just love to hear uh, a live lounge act do. Sip your cocktail, sit back, relax, and and have a few laughs uh, while you're enjoying Cocktails and Friends. And I'm going to follow that up with another great tune by Marty Lush and his Latin livers, and this one that's called So What? A nice long jam that I think you are going to enjoy very much. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you. Thank you. Little classic Antonio Carlos show me. Short and thin, anemic look, and the girl with emphysema is smoking. And when she passes, each guy she passes goes. <laughs> when she smokes, she's like a chimney with clouds that blow and sway so gentle. And when she passes, each guy she passes goes. <laughs> her so sadly how can I tell her I love her she needs a lung transplant badly but each day when she walks to the sea she lights up not one but three short and thin anemic looking girl with emphysema is choking and when she passes I smile but she can't see me through all that smoke Tell her she needs Nicoderm CQ. She needs a lung transplant badly. But each day when she walks to the sea, she lights up not one but three. Short and thin, anemic look. Girl with emphysema is choking. And when she passes, I smile, but she doesn't see. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. She doesn't see.
That is some good lounge music, and I know you are all going to enjoy hearing and seeing Marty Lush and his Latin livers at Mod Palm Springs, which we are going to talk a lot more about here at the end of the show with Rory Snyder. But here we go, back to our regularly scheduled program. Will your will your piano will it be acoustic or synth? <laughs> I already know the answer to this, but I'm just asking because I want to see where you go with it. Really. Unfortunately, it's going to be a digital because I need. <laughs> I need it to be shorter on stage. <laughs> Where's the room shot? <laughs> now, if we, if the audience is feeling it, could you can you do any Depeche Mode while we're while we're there? <laughs> how about some How about some Oingo or the Cure? Because because Rory has made it very clear that this is this is an event that only has a tiki subculture to it. It is right. it is so it is it is mid century modern, and I can't think of anything more mid century modern than than Depeche Mode. <laughs> I do, I do do a cha-cha version of Bizarre Love Triangle by New Order. So. You do oh, not. No. No, really? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I had you there for That's a second. What? That would be awesome. That would be. I would be like, okay, we're going to go right now. Then <laughs> i got to hear this. <laughs> Listeners will be back. <laughs> See, that's giving me an idea. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, I should do Latin versions of 80s tunes. And nice. Big hair. New wave. Uh, lots of gold, I think. No, not, not, not too much gold. You gotta have, yeah, you gotta have like some serious eyeliner going yeah. on. Kaylani knows big her Latin hair. lovers. The new yeah, and thing. I know my 80s. And that's I, true. The big hair and the heavy eyeliner, that's where you start. Yep. And then you gotta have like the poofy shirt with the belt here well, that hangs to the side. I yeah. just I just got the, the thank you letter from... Uh, and the peg leg pants. The Wet n Wild Cosmetics Company, and they wanted to personally thank you for keeping... Uh, <laughs> Baby blue eyeshadow alive. They want to yes, of course, that's me, baby blue eyeshadow. <laughs> it's all it's all about you. So, Ooh, Marty, big pass. big mahalo for being here on the show. Thank I, I, you. Yes, mahalo. Thank you. Thank we, you for having me. We were pleased as punch to have you here on the show. As, as. What yes. Was, what was it? Shit. Never mind. Edit that out. <laughs> Calcita. Calcita. Cocktail. I was like, ah, it was we a may, Palm Springs punch. Never mind. We may or may not need to freshen another cocktail before we get Rory behind the microphone. Because if there's anything I, I have learned over the last couple together. of years uh, uh, speaking, knowing Rory, it's that... Um, get him drunk. A cocktail certainly doesn't hurt the mood when Rory's involved. There's a kind of hush. <laughs> All over the world. Tonight, all over the world. Well, he's here. He was, you like that? Because I look skinnier, because I look skinnier, right? Thank you. Rory Wild, Phil Man Snyder is now here with us uh, in his in his own home tiki bar, Calcita. 
It's it's time. We didn't even take a break to refresh it's our cocktail. Time you got a whole other cocktail to, to serve. truly woo. I do have another cocktail we can pour, but we're going to truly woo the listeners about woo. Mod Palm Springs, the event that is coming this October. Tell me if I'm right. Yes, Rory, woo us. 12th through 14th? 11th through 13th. 11th through 13th. What does a day matter? It, you know, it really depends if you pay for the room or not. Well, that's true, because if you want to book Thursday night, which uh, Thursday and Sunday nights are the additional nights that people can pick up, correct? Correct. Uh, I highly recommend. Now, so we got to ask Rory. People have asked me this before. Okay, Friday and Saturday night, that's yeah. the main night. Yeah. But if they're going to only be able to book one or the other, Thursday or Sunday. Sunday. You're the guy. What do you tell him? Thursday or Sunday? Here's what I say. Uh, <laughs> I know this is a hard question for you no, to answer. No, it's, it, it, this, at this particular point, I would say Sunday. Because we've got something lined up for Sunday afternoon, Sunday night that I can't Ooh. release yet. Ooh. So Sunday's already oh, guaranteed if you say Sunday night, you'll have entertainment. Thursday, I'm planning on bringing somebody in, but it really depends on the numbers. The bonus is always I see, there. I see. So is it is it Family Feud? Is that what's happening Sunday night? You're we doing- are doing a Family Feud slash we're, <laughs> we're integrating it with the newly old... Newlywed couple. Well, newlywed game. couple and, we're, and the uh, Price is Right with Tic-Tac-Toe. And I actually have a Paul Lynn impersonator coming out for the... For the match game? Yes. Nice! So this all actually... Can we press your luck, too? We've just... No whammy, no whammy. Okay, so you... Funny you say press your luck because... Marty, I'm sorry, but I have to say this. Um, in a way, Marty kind of reminds me of a whammy. Oh my God, he does look the amazing. little red, the little yeah. red guys that sabotage your your uh, your game show. Yeah. Hey Marty, like, can you go? <laughs> <laughs> can you fit him? No, I can't do that. <laughs> and respect Marty's drinking of water today, because quite quite honestly, last night the boy was impressive. Nice. The boy was impressive. Oh, what I've he got, could actually I've got do. The- Three-legged flamingo. Right <laughs> I'm trying to be soft on him since he has to drive back to LA today. Yeah. Oh well, better better you than us. Okay, so let's go let's go freshen a sand pirate. Let's that's, do it. That's the okay. next drink. Because I'm just about done. It should on probably be the leg. final drink of the afternoon. We're gonna freshen that, and we'll be right back, and we're gonna talk nothing but Mod Palm Springs for the rest of the show. Excellent, ladies and gentlemen. I am so happy, pleased, enamored. That we could be here with Rory Wildville Man Snyder, the man who is bringing us, along with the ample help of Shag himself, Mod Palm Springs this October 11th through 13th. Thank you. Rory, would you please tell us, just tell us about the the event. What do you want us to know about (laughs) Mod Palm Springs? Before I go to the uh, definition, besides Shag, it's his partner, Jay Naylor, and his wife, Michelle Modern. Which own a modern art gallery in the Shags. Very familiar with, yes. Yeah, which awesome. When you're in the Palm Springs area, you need to hit the ga- hit the gallery because Dude, they're awesome. Yeah, that's where I bought. That's how I got into the whole tiki thing was buying art through them. But you're talking a weekend of mid-century modern with a tiki twist. Mm. We've got ourselves a combination of great artists where it was fun to make people think a little bit. Even bringing on Marty Lush and the Latin Lovers. <laughs> Even bringing Even on. Bring people were like, him. what does that no. have to do with mid-century modern? It's a great event despite Marty <laughs> Lush. <laughs> but when we brought Wait. Marty on, it was very fun to watch Our people go, choice, yeah. I don't understand what Latin has to do with mid-century modern. We're like, how do you not know the tie-in between mid-century modern and yes, Latin? Yes. Which is all the Latin productions say, became exotica. That. Yes. So uh, I think it's kind of fun to stretch people's 
mindset of what was mid-century modern. I think it's just kind of fun to stretch people. You know what? If you could do it, it depends <laughs> on the person. So, no, I'm very excited. I, I think we've got a full weekend of events that are cost-effective, and we have a couple surprises still to kind of blow your mind that people can't know about yet. Can I define cost-effective for people? Let's do it. I will, ladies and gentlemen, I want to define cost-effective for you as this. Um, if you would like to spend as little money as, as possibly you can, but still feel extremely entertained and or... At Phil your or feel. and at your choice, because I'm feeling comfortable. Inebriated, right yes. <laughs> tiki weekend events are the things for you to do, yeah. Because you are going to have great examples of live music that you can both uh, hear exclusively at events and or purchase and then take home with you. Uh, but then experience that through um, your cocktail goggles. As you as you might want to, and your many room crawls, and and a, and a room crawl, room parties, uh, experience uh, vendors and kitsch and all of those types of things, all rolled into one. That is how you spread your money and your dollar, and you really have a great experience for an entire weekend, not and just not just a Friday evening. Honestly, no. it, what event are you going to go to? Really, what event are you going to go to where there's that much free alcohol? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> seriously. Saving you a fortune in alcohol alone. You can literally <laughs> knock on somebody's door and say, are you serving? And likely they will say yes. Yeah. But yeah, anywho. It's, it's a fun, lack of drama-filled time where yes. if you're staying on ground and have the best room, you're talking 200 bucks a night. And for 200 bucks a night, that pays for your room, that pays for the live band, it pays for the room parties. And then from there... We also give you the bonus of if you want the exclusive shag mug we're releasing, you have the option of it before the public. The pendant that's coming out, that if you're a shag oh, fan... It's going to be a pendant the, again? The, yeah. There's all I'm these, all about the pendant. There's all these things that, like, if you're a collector, you could buy these things and turn them and burn them on eBay and pay for your vacation, which I hope you would do, but... I never sell anything. Yeah. I keep it. Yeah, I, well, oh, I yeah. never sell. So, speaking of the host hotel, the host hotel is... The Curve. And I have a little story to tell you. Give me it. Oh, boy. So not only have I stayed at the Curve several times now. and very, Even before it was the Curve. Even before it was the Curve, but very happy with the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have, uh, over the last uh, year and a half, they've put even more money into the place. They've added more amenities, such as a, lo- a hotel lobby bar, which Ooh. has been very nice. And listeners, I'm going to tell... And the loungers by the pool, I have to say, I... That was a big plus. Yeah. Can I tell you what a plus it is to you're at a, a weekend event where you're you're drinking all weekend and then you need some nice espresso in the morning, whether your morning be nine a.m. or one p.m. It doesn't matter, uh, and you can go into the lobby and you can have yourself a nice espresso drink, and I, I have really appreciated that. Um, but so the curve is, and Rory, I don't know if you know this, but there is a cologne called Curve. I did not, and it is very popular in the gay community, for example. And so there's kind of like this stereotype where uh, you, you can say, like, if you smell the curve, you're probably at a gay bar. And uh, not necessarily associated with the hotel. These are two totally different things. But a listener had said, will I feel the curve or smell the curve when I'm there? And, and I had to reply and I said, well, you won't smell the curve. But I can point you in the direction of some bars in Palm Springs yeah. where you will smell the curve. Yeah. which is otherwise known as young gay men overly doused in cologne. Um, (laughs) But the curve itself is, it was a motor lodge that is now had been recreated into a a boutique hotel. 
Yep. Used to be the travel lodge before. Right. Yep. And um, it, it's pretty cool that you're able to kind of host out the whole place. I mean, you, you get the whole place to yourself. You know, they've been a pleasure to work with. And actually, when we filled out the paperwork for October, they already gave me some updates for the Caliente event May, which were new and things I didn't see coming. So it's going to take wow. some changing on my part, which for people to know, here, let's give you an update. The main Please. pool where we have the event for Caliente yes. will not be the main pool. The secondary oh. pool, they're gutting the whole parking lot and putting a supersized pool in there. So all the poolside rooms are getting pushed over to building four oh, wow. because now there's going to be like 75 rooms that have poolside rooms. So wow. the secondary and pool... And where the heck are we going to park? It's already crazy. They own part of that weird street when you drive into the curve. Yes. Yes. They own part of that street where they're going to expand the street out, oh. put an entranceway, and put parking behind Well, it. that's good. So oh, now good, i got to ask you, so, so yeah. the Zen Tiki Lounge, where, where is our pool view room? You will... Uh, everyone who's had a poolside room will get shifted to that building and get first right again. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, we've, we've done it where it's... Yay. It'll be loyal to everybody. But that's but the other pool, actually, pool? if you think about it, it has more rooms that actually surround the pool. It does. It does. That so was, that's a benefit. In all those rooms, there's a lot of people who loved those rooms because they were away from the main pool. Yeah. And those all had a little park view and mountain view and that yeah. mini pool view, even though that wasn't the pool we used. Now that you put the main pool there, it helps the cause because now they're sure. all... This is, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. And yeah. yeah, I'm excited to see that the construction is not going to interfere with our October event. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a good thing. Because that's an interesting window there to fill between October and May. They're going to add that entire area yeah. and you've got the winter coming. So. So, yeah. so let's talk about in addition to, because it's a reason enough to be there as Marty Lush and his Latin lovers. From that's what the I only hear. reason I'm there. What else can we expect liver. to see in here? Liver. Did I say lovers liver. or livers? Yes. Oh, livers. I'm so sorry. I like the lovers. No. What else can what else are we expecting like at Mod Palm Springs? You know what? I, we've, we start off with the Gans Band, which is a local band that does great kind of bossa nova. You've got Audrey Moorhead, who does a great job DJing, give you more of a mod vibe. I am super excited about her. She's great because I am hoping she must be hosting some kind of dance party. Yes, can, no. I don't. Can know you for sure say yet. or not say? I don't know <laughs> for sure yet. And then you've got Marty Lush in his Latin livers that'll be doing Friday night headliners. Marty comes back on Saturday to help me DJ, and he'll be nice. doing more of the Exotica Quiet Village. Then we go into, I believe at this point, Kitty Chow Fisherman. They might get switched meow. to Sunday, which I love. Yes, I always have to meow. Sunny Moon chow. of uh, Nutty will be helping me MC, and there's a good chance. Great crooner. There's a good chance he'll be sitting in with the Martini Kings. And my secret weapon is Martina the uh, fire-eating yes. mermaid who blends with all of these bands and comes in yes. there and does brief We candy. We have been telling people if if you needed a reason to come from far away especially, you're, you come for, for Marina yeah. and, and you see her do her aquatic fire act yeah. and, uh, and then intertwine that with all of the other entertainment and things that you're going to experience in Palm Springs and the weather and just, just how amazing it's all going to be. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued myself. Believe me, when we <laughs> picked her up, Marina to me is a beautiful woman which has mega talent. And at the same point, my girlfriend loves her because she's just the kindest, nicest. When you meet her, you would think she'd be pretentious. And sure. She's not. Everyone we brought on board, like Marty Lush, Marina, they're all people when they're done with their show, 
They go out and hang out with everybody, drink with everybody. You'll see them in the room parties. No one's above anybody here. It's, it's Now, nice. I heard, though, I did hear that Marty will only eat the blue Skittles. And the blue Skittles have to be put into his uh, old uh, Chef Boyardee uh, spaghetti bowl. to go with Skittles. That was part of his contract. <laughs> I, I have an incredible writer, let me tell you. <laughs> he, was, he was a little it's tough. He's a 40-page writer. When we first signed him, I was like, you know what? I don't know if this guy's worth it or not, but after... <laughs> I want only little cocktail weenies on my tray. I make some And he'll only pages. have small weenies on his tray. <laughs> Well, can, do we include gherkins with that, or I put a little personal gherkins on there for him? <laughs> the bumpy ones. There you the go. bumpy Only ones. Only the little weenies. Yeah. So I'm uh, I'm very excited to have the crew we have. They're all good people that actually blend with the crowd, and they're not pretentious and arrogant, except for the Marty Lush guy. He's got a drinking problem. That's the last name Lush. Is he kind of the Dean Martin of the bunch? We were out last. We night talk about his drinking problem, which he may have never actually had, but yeah. but allegedly you never know. We went out last night and we had a couple cocktails together and there's only so many times I could be called bitch when I have to cut a guy, <laughs> cut somebody off. And I knew right then and there I should cut him off because one, he was driving the car and we were going the wrong direction. So no, thank God Marty Lush is here for us if right now. If you can picture driving the wrong direction down Palm Canyon Drive yeah, and uh, make a left on Talk Eats. That, and that's then, very common and, in this town though, so they didn't even notice him. He just blended in with the rest of the cars going the wrong way. Rory said, didn't you see the arrows? I said, I didn't see the Indians. Boom. (laughs) On that note, what else should people know about uh, Mod Palm Springs before it's too late to ask? We've got about 15 rooms left. We're only uh, having 450 to 500 people on ground, so don't wait. Because right now we're actually sitting at about... 15 to whatever, 16 rooms, whatever it is left. I have. I need to look because they're going to expand a couple rooms for us. And wristbands were sitting about 100, 120 left. And there will or will not be overflow hotel? There is an overflow hotel, but when the wristbands go, I'm not putting people in the hotel. That's that, it? Yeah, okay. That overflow is good as long as you could get your wristbands, stay there. We'll give you to the Royal Sun. The Royal Sun is an awesome place to stay next door. But when the wristbands go, we want to reserve the number to a minimal of 450 to 500. And listeners, here's here's where I tell you this is the great thing about this uh, event and others and others like it, like Tiki Caliente. Um, when you limit the wristbands, you you've, you've got a big enough crowd that the place it's going to feel busy. It's going to feel like it's happening because it is, but it's not going to get to that point where you can't so experience packed, things. Yeah. Where you're waiting an oh. hour to get into a room crawl or something ridiculous like that, or. Uh, you know, it's still very tangible, and, and yeah, even though people enjoy that. Absolute total nightmare. <laughs> well, yeah, even the reason—I mean, we put thought into this, much like Caliente. And a lot of these people listening maybe uh, have never been to Caliente; they're more shag fans. Where even when we release the shag, mug, they're all fans of awesome. shagging. Yeah, all of them. They should be. <laughs> yes, they should. But even when we release Who the shag it? mug, Hello? we're releasing the shag mug that you could purchase it if you're staying on grounds. Pick it up at the front desk. And then Shag will be in the room for five hours signing. Wow. So you don't have to jump in line. You could go at your leisure. Now, will he be like, will he be sitting on the bed signing? Will he be in the shower? What, how will he be doing that? Uh, actually, he's he's doing quite well financially these days. So he has a stamp and he does. It's a, there's a monkey. There's literally a monkey that stamps for nice. him. Nice. But I he's, a, a stamp mine. he's official. Monkey, when is the monkey going to have its own stamp? That's what I want to know. Rashawn, when are you going to have your own stamp? <laughs> I have my agent working on it. Right now. <laughs> I knew that was coming, man. Thank you. Thank you for being there for me. 
So that's how big he's gotten. I'm the, I'm the low man on the totem pole. I'm that part that's underneath the ground that's holding it into the mud. That's me. So when you have Shag involved... Is there a... I'm sorry if this is a total ignorant question. But you be ignorant. Okay, you, let you me be, be ignorant. You be ignorant. <laughs> Don't worry, I be ignorant. Don't you be, worry. You be ignorant. <laughs> so, no, but like the preview of the mug... We have not released it. I have, okay. I've seen it. It looks yeah, awesome. I haven't seen anything yeah, well, yet. I can show it to you after this. Okay, so okay. you have to tell me the well, color of the glaze. We have John Mulder, who did know. the Tiki Caliente mug. Great guy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's an awesome sculptor. Uh, did the mug. We're, this will be actually the first mug of Shags that is not a Tiki. It's actually based oh. off a piece of his art. That is not a tiki. Oh. And I'm intrigued. Yeah. It is a person. The best thing I'd say about this is it's a person from a piece of his art. Person. And to make this exciting Ooh. is... Does it have boobies? It doesn't. It's actually oh. a masculine figure. But oh. the, the, I like it, it already. Does it have a phallic symbol? It does not. Damn. Oh, I'm less intrigued. But if you're more... If, if, yeah. If you're more of a tiki mug collector, the thing that's exciting about this particular mug, it's kind of Benny Hanna style shape with the back... But it's independent legs, so it's like two Ooh. legs on a base. Where Whoa. very hard as a sculptor to do that <laughs> and not damage the mold. Those of you in internet land, if you're picturing what Rory just said, your mind must be blown. <laughs> <laughs> you know, two independent, independent legs. legs. You, well, usually Woo. if you see, see a mug, the base is legs, and then they put some foliage. Correct. To make it you join legs. them together. It's yes. very hard. That is a piece of art to actually stabilize something. And have it cut away. It's it's wow. yeah. So can I just like, ask, will liquid be filling the legs? <laughs> no, it will not. No. Okay, good. <laughs> We're doing a solid base leg because you don't want. It's you very hard that. to clean, yeah. and you want bacteria growing in there. People right. people right. here are now hearing yeah. some very mouth. technical tiki mug yeah. terms. And that how they boring, have probably never heard. And before. you know, it sounds awfully <laughs> boring. But the great thing about these things, and great thing about John Mulder. I think if you like tiki, yeah. you're interested in your treats. If you've seen John's work before, this is something where you go. This is a one of kind. Hasn't been done before, and it's it's nice to see that in a mug because it's a piece of art. It's you're getting you're getting yourself a shag mug with an artist reproducing shag. It's not a production guy doing it. It's somebody who's going to meticulously make every make sure everything is close to the original as possible. But at the same point, making it dishwasher safe, microwave safe. And something that wow. is actually not going to. Your tiki mug should never need to be mine. microwave safe. Is it gluten free though? It's also <laughs> gluten free. Is it gluten free? That's a great. That question. that does matter more than the microwave safe. I've never put one of my mugs in the microwave. Quite honestly, I've never put them in a dishwasher either. Yeah, really? I don't ever put mine. No, in why would you put a tiki mug in the dishwasher? I do all mine dishwasher. Sacrilege! Wow. Oh come on! I'm offended oh. when they make a mug so cheaply that I can't. Well, put okay, it in. okay. I, under, I understand that you may not, you, that you would want it to be durable. It's the gentle, loving care right. that you take to clean it. I would, I, I, this would not like bacteria growing in my mug. And when you look at when you hand wash them, lots of if you reuse the sponge over and over again, there's always a chance. When you're, so apparently in Palm Springs, so microwave it. The, yeah, weather, the weather, the weather is, the weather is more conducive to types of bacteria we don't have in Orange County, for example. I, right. You're speaking of something I'm completely you, foreign. You, I, I don't understand. You realize that it, that that you need to, you know, strengthen your you're, immune system, not weaken. I concur. <laughs> I concur. And I do that in many other ways. Okay. By drinking too much with the Zen Tiki Lounge crew. And well, then Marty Lush the day before. Yeah. Marty right. Lush killed well. all the bacteria in my body yesterday. You guys are here. I should be like, 
<laughs> what's his name from the boy in the bubble John Travolta <laughs> I should be like talking to you guys behind a bubble going guys my immune system's a little low well we're, we're glad that you came in the condition that you're in thank you it, it was is. very hard for me to Actually, walk to my house to the casino especially yeah. in your we own came. home yeah. from my house to the casino was quite a quite yes. a quite an effort quite a trek well I, you know I hate to say in this, this but too. We're, we're at the end of the show we're and all, we are. you know an hour flies by when you're having a, a, a great cocktails this with great people and well, I mean, it may have taken us more than an hour in reality, but if you can do the Wayne's World, like, you know, who knows how much time has gone by. That doesn't really matter. So what bands are we going to hear tonight on the Zentiki Lounge episode? Well, we are going to hear the Gand Band. Excellent. Which I am very excited about. Now, because not only are they a local act, yeah. but uh, from their online following alone, I hear that people really just enjoy hearing them around town. And another band that we are going to hear, if he sends me the MP3 files, <laughs> will be Marty Lesh and his Latin livers. <laughs> I'll, I'll get right on that. Okay, so 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 we're we're going to hear that as well because last week, for example, we heard Kitty Chow. Heard it. Which uh, yeah. a, a lot of folks are are really really liking the Kitty Chow. She's a great voice. That was great. Yes. <laughs> we heard the Martini Kings on the last episode, uh, friends and fans of the lounge. Um, and so Ganband and uh, Marty Lesh and his Latin Livers, that's who we're looking forward to hearing on the rest of this podcast. Nice. And uh, you're going you're gonna to hear that interspersed throughout the podcast. Mm. And now you put that together with last week's episode and you have a great snapshot of what Mod Palm, Mod Palm Springs is going to be like. In addition, there are other things that we don't even know about yet, right, Rory? No, there's still some there's still some stuff to be added. Uh, Marina, you can't really put onto the radio show, right? And no. like once again, like I said, she is the secret weapon. No one who, if you've never seen her before, she'll blow your mind. What she can do, she is an absolute entertainer athlete. And when she puts on the mermaid and hits the water, incredible. When she sits there and if she joins Marty Lush on stage. You watch her. She is the real deal. She's coming down from Florida as a professional who could blow your mind by just the look she could give you. She's the kind of person that if you're a guy, girl, child, you'll love her by the end of her set. And not only that, but if you follow her cat online, uh, she has just the most beautiful hairless feline. Pussy. Yes. <laughs> that, uh, and, and we are talking about her cat. Uh that uh, I, is it Anubis? Is that the name of the cat? Yes. I believe. Uh, the just ones. she's an animal Anubis. lover. Yeah. She's an an, she's an animal lover, and uh, she's also got a tarantula, scorpion, yeah. scorpion. And that's not hairless. The tarantula. No, the tarantula is not hairless. Uh, oh, scorpion. She's a she's a fascinating lady, and I, I'm I'm really excited about seeing her at the event. And then of course, people who are coming to this event and have not been to a tiki event before, which we know there are a good number of. Yeah. They're just going to be amazing. They're going to. You have can't a great define time. her. She's one of those girls you cannot yeah. define. No. Whereas we can define you easily. I'm simplistic. That's, yeah. I am a point and click camera. Very, very boring. Good at methodical kind of basic things. You are the Ashton Kutcher of cameras. I am. <laughs> Thank you. That's what I was going for. Uh, that's why I bring on the talent because they need to compensate for my weak wills and basic, <laughs> basic abilities. Well, on that note, I want to thank everybody for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge, otherwise known as Calcita. <laughs> you must make that sound the, after you say the, it. 
the lovely, amazing home of Rory uh, Wild Bill Man Snyder. Uh, we're here in his home tiki bar, which uh, we, we've enjoyed bringing more um, home tiki bars to life here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. And we're going to do more of that in the future. Uh, Marty, wonderful to have you here in the lounge. Thank you. Yes, It's Marty. wonderful to be here. That sounds class. I heard that. <laughs> you can join us in the Zentiki Lounge by going to zentikilounge.com. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, and, and so many, so many other places. Uh, I'm only mad because the app doesn't work on my phone, so... Well, you know, we'll have you our... Have the brick? What? We'll have our IT phone. director work on that. <laughs> yes. So, you know, not everybody is always here for every episode, but at the end of every... every, every oh, my. This is where Starshine, and Starshine's not here this week because she's in Las Vegas, whore. Uh, she, she would say, I can't feel my, my teeth. teeth. Yeah, and that's how she knows she's inebriated. And I kind of can't feel my teeth This right is now. why you want to stay at a weekend party event, because when you feel yes. this way... You, you don't have anywhere to go. Enjoy it. Right. right. You can go lay down and come yeah. back and enjoy when you're so up. So we always say at the end of the podcast, until next time, mahalo. So no, I'm going to no, say no, that, no, and then no, I want no. a big mahalo from everybody. So thank you for joining us in the Zen Tiki Lounge, and until next time, mahalo. mahalo.